From the glory days of the NWA to the birth of the WWF's family entertainment era to the Monday Night Wars and the rise of AEW, this is Wayback Wrestling Mania where we cover everything in the professional wrestling world with your hosts, Adam and the Emerald Enthusiast. Welcome to another episode of Wayback Wrestling Mania. As always, I'm your host, Adam, and with me is my co-host, Donnie. Donnie, how's it going? Hey, what's up, comic book fans? It's the man whose ring runs on fanboy energy, the podcasting machine, the big nerd in green. It's the Emerald Enthusiast, and we may not yet be global phenomenons, but I am a dad joke phenomenon. This is also a wrestling podcast, not a comic book podcast. So I was just going to correct there we you. Go. So no one right. missed the perfect tap on the back for you this morning because you got the you, you, yeah. you appeal to the wrong fan base. Although it's all it's all connected, it's so all who cares? Right. It's our show. We can talk to each other. There's a lot of there's a lot of cross pollination between yeah. wrestling and Listen, comic books. So it's our show. We can appeal to any fan base we want. Um, I may not be the total package, but I'm the three quarters package. <laughs> oh man, this is a long overdue episode. We haven't yes. done a wrestling show in, in quite some time. Uh, mo- mostly just for you know, the holidays got in the way, and and then you know we had to do some. Uh, there were a couple of cases where we had to do uh, impromptu episodes or other shows. So, you know, this got, we, we, we had hoped to do the Rumble, but then again, things got in the way. Uh, and then the Rumble came and went, and it's like, well, we're not going to do it in retrospect. So, so we'll just, uh, we'll just pick, uh, pick back up with this show um, later. And this is now what we're doing uh, right here. Of course, we're not reviewing Elimination Chamber because it's happening as we're doing this. So, yes. this is not an Elimination Chamber review but um, we just wanted to kind of give a sort of a overall catch up and kind of you know debrief and kind of give you a little bit of a hint uh, mm-hmm. of what we're going to do going forward um, right. so we got a couple of big pay-per-views coming up so we figure we would catch up to speed here yeah, give you our right. thoughts on recent events for both AEW and WWE right so Starting with AEW, uh, let's talk about one, another another new uh, signing by uh, Tony Khan, uh, a former uh, WWE employee, and that is a couple of weeks ago Keith Lee uh, yes. made his appearance in uh, in All Elite Wrestling. So, what are your thoughts on uh, Keith Lee in in the promotion, and and what were your thoughts on his his first match? I think he has, I mean, you know, they call him limitless for a reason. Yeah. He has the potential that he has to be a main eventer for several years to come is, yeah. is just, it's amazing. He's not, uh, he's what, I think 37. So he has, you know, several good years left. Yeah. Um, you know, of being in his prime. Mm-hmm. He's obviously believable. He looks like he could break you in half if he wanted to. He seems yeah. like a heck of a nice guy. By the way, he recently got married. Yeah. yeah, I think that's great. Uh, he looked really happy, so I'm happy for the guy. Um, yeah, I mean, he brought. Let's face it, there aren't a lot of huge guys in AEW. There are a few, but mm. when he comes in, he is just so enormous that he instantly brings an intimidation factor. Right, and he is very athletic for a man who is so big. 
Yeah, he can move. He can, yeah. he can move. Uh, I, you know, obviously he was going to go over in his first match. It'd be pretty stupid to bring him in and have him lose. Uh, right. but, yeah. but mind you, uh, <laughs> if this was McMahon, they might have done that. But anyway, uh, no, but um, but I like you said, I, I the the thing that really surprises me about Keith Lee mm-hmm. is just his speed and the things he could pull off at his size. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's quite impressive, and. Um, like you said, there there aren't a lot of big men in AEW. I mean, j- just looking at it, you've got um, uh, Luchasaurus is you know yeah Luchasaurus man. Wardlow Wardlow um, Powerhouse Hobbs uh, the other guy um, yeah Murder Hulk that's it Murder Hulk yeah, yeah. and th- th- those are the one you know the main yeah. ones yeah so, that's really all I can think of. I can't think of anybody who's you know a really big guy so. I mean, then you have the retired or the semi-retired uh, Paul White, right, and Mark Henry, but, but they're not. Again, yeah, you you we may be looking at a couple of more matches out of those guys, but if any, you know, yeah. if they're if they're smart, I mean, a couple of easy matches, but you don't want to see people at their age, especially Big Show with his recent health problems with his hip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk more later about guys who are wrestling at an age where they probably shouldn't be. So stay tuned. (laughs) So I I like him. I think it's a good signing. Uh, uh, And again, he seems happier. Yes. Uh, And and so it'll be interesting to see what what program they put him in. Who, you know, he looks like a guy that could contend more for the the world title than the TNT championship, personally. Right. Uh, so we'll see where that eventually goes, but uh, you know, I was. But I, the crowds behind him right now, though, I don't think absolutely. you want to do he, uh, him versus um, Adam Page right now. No, no, so. you'd have to put the like. My trajectory would be put the title on a heel uh, character, and then uh, yes. position Keith Lee in that spot. Yes. And I don't even know. Like I know they're building a program with, you know, Adam Cole. Um, and, uh, and and it seems like he's going to challenge um, uh, Adam Page next. Adam, yes, I need to get so this match. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Cole, again, someone else, someone else, much like Keith Lee, whom WWE did not use to his potential. Yeah, and the thing with Adam Cole that I've seen, like, clearly he's a heel right now, and yet the crowd cheers for every time he comes out. It's like, yeah, crowds behind him. So, what do you do there? Like in that situation, what, it's a, it's not like MGF where, where everybody, I think, universally, is there anybody that cheers for that guy? I, so. I mean, I like MJF, but I mean, I, I like I know him as a heel, but I hate, but you know, he's, he's yeah, no, he doesn't get cheered. Can yeah. you imagine Keith Lee as a babyface going against MJF with the belt and watching MJF run away from Keith Lee? Everybody would yeah. be really entertained. <laughs> you got to think at some point MJF's going to get the title. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. I don't know when that is, but, but at some point it's going to happen. Well, when he says he's the future of the company, it's hard to doubt the guy. If he well, doesn't get hurt, he's very young and he's got every attribute there is to be a draw. So. I, I have a feeling that maybe Tony Khan will string that out until his contract is due. And then as a signing bonus, hey, we're going to put the 
Well, one, I mean, right now, WWE, I mean, WWE, AEW has quite a few main event guys, including the returning John Moxley. Yeah. You know, so you have him, you have CM Punk, you have Daniel Bryan. Why not get reins out of those guys before you go to Keith Lee and MJF? Right, so. right. And, and like, like I said, in 2024, uh, MJF's contract is 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 expiring. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a guy that, that Tony Khan is not going to want to lose. So Most definitely. In terms of, in addition to probably a raise, but also, you know, the added bonus of hey, now we're going to put the stra- you know the strap on you. Um, sure. I, I think that that's the, the I, I think that would be smart of Tony Khan to do it that way. Uh, but but uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where Keith Lee, uh, what they do, what they do with him. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what that is, I have a feeling he'll be used more efficiently than he was in in WWE. Uh, if he has a little input. I think you're looking at somebody who, well, yeah. At the end there, when he when he finally made it to the main roster on WWE, weren't they calling him Bear Bear Paw? Uh, Bear Bear Cat. Bear Cat. But I mean, like really, like why? And they put him on the show, and it, he seemed poised poised for a big push, like he's ready to be one of the main event guys, and then they let him go. But again, calling him Bear, what would they call him? It, Bear Cat. Yeah. Like, again, it sounds like <laughs> that sounds like a stuffed animal. I want to cuddle, not for, <laughs> not fight it. I don't know. Like yeah, to me, it's you just like make the guy, make the guy a beast. Yeah. You know? So, so I, I, uh, I'm gonna. Well, it, it was an homage to Bearcat Wright, an old wrestler. I but, get it, but, but but yeah, but it just doesn't fit the character. I, I like that he showed back up in the. I've always liked his entrance gear, yeah, you know the yeah. the the armless hoodie. So I like that yeah. he came out in that, and yeah, he just yeah. has a very definitive look and yeah. a, a very definitive way about him right now. So I remember when I watched the episodes of NXT where he was, you know, I think he was the North American champion, or or that was the the spot he was going for, and his matches were always top tier. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know he doesn't have to do you know five you know uh, death defying moves in a row. He does a cross body block, and you're like, wow, you know, yeah. Look at that huge man doing that, you know. Yeah. So I, if I was his opponent, I'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. I, I, I hope he sticks the landing and gets it 100 percent right. Otherwise, I'm 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 you know crap out of luck here. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see where he where he. Uh, goes in terms of a storyline and, and what have you. Um, here's some shocking AEW news, mm-hmm. which will then kind of tie into WWE. Uh, actually, first of all, sticking with people that possibly, probably are going to make their way to the company. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of chatter about Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. eventually making his way to AEW. Right. And I, I think that's a foregone conclusion. I think he and Matt are going to have one one run uh, left together as a tag team. The a reunion they... of the Hardy Boys, I think, would be... Because Matt, I mean, right now, Matt is definitely not in his best place being, you know, the manager for yeah. Private Party. I'd, I, I'd love to see uh, a feud between Private Party and the Hardys. Yeah, and you can see that relationship fracturing. 
right? Mm -hmm. the, you know, so I think that's the setup is that right. that relationship is going to fracture. You know, they're going to the three their private party and and uh, Matt are going to turn on each other. There's probably going to be some like gang attacks where they where they double up on him and and, yeah. and then when uh, when Jeff is able to to come in, he'll you know rescue come to his brother's rescue and yeah and then uh, th that's how I foresee it going because I know there was talk that Tony Khan helped or is working to uh, buying him out of his uh, no compete or or his contract with WWE or whatever it was mm -hmm. yeah so. Uh, I, I just think it's a matter of time, and I'd like to see one final run yeah. uh, for the Hardy Boys. Could uh, you see another match at the Hardy Compound with the dilapidated boat? And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no. So I, I, I think that's inevitable. Yeah, it is just a matter of when. Uh, and now to the big shocking departure: uh, Cody Rhodes and his wife Brandy have left AEW. Um, that was shocking when it when it came along. Yeah, wasn't expecting it at all. I knew it had been widely reported that he was working without a contract on a you know handshake kind of agreement, and uh, you know at the end of the day he decided to uh, to part ways with the company. It's just I, I think the reason why it's shocking. Is because he's an EVP. Or he he's was. one of the most identifiable talents with the first year that yeah. AEW was alive. So yeah. I think everyone thought that, and, and he asked for his release in 2016, if memory serves, mm. from WWE. Yeah. So I didn't think that there was any like great rush to go back to WWE. And I don't think we know for sure that he's going back there. Well, hasn't been so, confirmed, but that's widely, widely. I am keeping an eye on 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 uh, elimination chamber though, just in case there have been rumors that he's going to show up. So now the funny thing is though, uh, the, like I, a lot of the scuttlebutt is that you know he kind of lost his his uh, influence in terms of booking, and and you know Tony Khan has taken over that role, which look it's smart from Tony Khan's perspective because. When you think of the downfall of WCW, part of the downfall of WCW was, you know, the guys that were calling the shots were some of the higher profile performers. Right. And, and that was ultimately the downfall of the company. So, you know, uh, it, it's, the way people are talking is Tony Khan is really taking control of the, of the booking and stuff like that. And the EVPs are mostly now, you know, just more so glorified titles than anything else. At the end of the day, one person needs to be in control. There needs to be a final yeah. say. Yeah. You yeah. get too too many cooks in the kitchen, and that's a recipe for and disaster. And then you end up like WCW. So, right. you know, EVPs are kind of in wrestling now, or at least in AEW, are the new associate producers, you know, like certain movies. You know, they really have, it's just a title. Yeah. Uh, have fun with that. But um, no, but um, so ultimately. I'm, I'm sorry that I used two cooking metaphors in a row there, by the way. So that's fine. It's all yeah. good. It's I all need good a little Martha. bit. I need a little bit it's more. All good, Martha Stewart. Uh, why'd you say that name? <laughs> I I need a little bit more seasoning. Yeah. So. Oh, God. Um, Emerald Lagasse, everybody. Here he is. Uh, anyway, 
But um, but um, yeah. So I mean, that was shocking. And then in terms of him potentially going back to WWE, like you said, if he asked for his release, my my thought is he's got to have some assurances that he's not going to be in a stupid spot, if you will, mm-hmm. or the pay is so ridiculously high that, hey, use me however you want, you know, just, just pay me. Um, you know, let, let me throw this scenario out. If he were to come out and say, I'm back and I spent the last two years building this rinky-dink little company up to a national power. Well, that would not sit well with, with the fans who watch WWE and AEW. And then if he said, and I'm back because this place is a shell of its former self, and I need to come in and fix it. He could be a very effective heel. I don't think that there's any chance he's a babyface right now. Yeah, no, I, I could I could definitely buy that. But there I mean, is an angle there if WWE does the smart thing, which right. recently they haven't been so great at doing that. But right. there's a there path is, there, I believe. There is definitely an angle there. I like what, I like what you're thinking. Uh, and again, but and, and I hope that's what they do if he does come in. But let's remember that, you know, Cody didn't want to turn heel in AEW. So why would he, you know, why would he be, again, the thought process is that WWE offered or is or was offering a lot of money to the tune of, I can't turn this amount of money down. So, uh, and again, I had no problem with the Stardust gimmick. Yeah. You know, it, it's just... I always like Cody as a as a tag wrestler better anyway. That was just my preference for him. Right. I, li- I really liked him with Ted DiBiase Jr. Right. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, he and Dustin together, so... Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it, it it's going to be interesting to see him, if he does show up there, uh, and how they use him, because, I mean... Certainly, WWE could use that added boost of his talent for sure. Yes. Um, but again, it all comes down to what spot he's put in, what how, how they portray his character. I don't think you can go back to Stardust now that Goldust is no longer thing. A thing, you know, because I don't Dust, think that would have much of an impact. I don't think a lot of the older audience would remember that, but it would seem weird for him to do that without Goldust there. Yeah. You have to have him come in and say, I built a company. I just want to prove that I can do it. And now I'm here to fix this one. Right. So and, and WWE loyalists who may look at him as, you know, somebody coming back to their product who abandoned them. You know, some fans probably think about that. He could get some heat. I think that's yeah. possible. Yeah, so it's a good angle. I, I like the way you're thinking there. But we'll have to wait and see if he does indeed show up, whether it be at Elimination Chamber. I think it's more likely that he shows up at Mania. Could be. So, but, but if he shows up, but we'll keep an eye on that. Um, before we move on from AEW and switch over to WWE, do you think, Donnie, because I was thinking with... Uh, Malachi Black there. Uh, what's he called? Is that what he's... Yes, Malachi Black. Yeah. 
He was called Alist. What was he called in WWE? Um, he was uh, was he Alistair Black? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was getting yeah. too confused. Anyway, he seems like he's got a faction of his own, like the the you know the. And it seems like every promo he's teasing that somebody's going to come in. You know, like, mm-hmm. like. Do you think that the person that's going to come in is, um, Ray Wyatt? Ray Wyatt. That that's what most people are speculating. I don't know. I haven't heard that he has an AEW deal imminent. I've heard Impact a lot, but not AEW. So, mm. you know, I, I I don't know. It would make a lot of sense. They would certainly use him better than WWE utilized him in his last six months there. Yeah. I think anybody would use him better at this right. point. Uh, even I, again, was... that was another huge star that WWE, you know, he, they just kind of let him go. Yeah, yeah. Um and the last point I want to make on WWE, uh, or, or before we switch over, is, you know, I, I don't know how much things are going to change over at WWE because apparently Vince McMahon is very happy with the product. Uh, He's still making money. The thing is, the brand has gotten so big that they can market themselves and do things like, I heard it was over, I think it was Indonesia. They got Disney uh, Disney Plus in Indonesia to carry WWE over there. Yeah, yeah. So, Vince finds ways to make money. The company is so big now that they can have interchangeable parts and people still tune in because it's WWE. Can they, uh, yeah, at this point, speaking uh, to that, at this point, can they lose, can they get to a point where they're losing money? I don't think they can. No. And, th- and that's the, that's the thing. The reason WWE changed from the new generation to the attitude era is because they were losing to WCW in the 90s, and they were losing money. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that they sweat AEW at all. No, and I don't think AEW is there. to th- See, that's the difference between AEW and WCW. Yeah. WCW's end game was, like, we got to put Vince out of business. That's not Tony Khan's concern. Yeah. And that's why he's succeeding, uh, I think, is because he's not worried about putting them out of business because he can't. Right. And, so, and there, you know, there are fans like you and I who like both, but there are also a lot of disenfranchised yeah. WWE fans or wrestling fans as a whole, and they like the different flavor that AEW offers. Yeah, I, I enjoy both. Look, I have my frustrations with certain things WWE does, which we'll talk about now. But but, but I can you know there there are some people and some angles that I that I'm still interested in in wwe sure and then there's stuff where see because i basically what i do is i record the programs and then there's and certain then, stuff that i just fast forward by right right anything with riddle uh pretty much uh yes. because he's, i just don't like him um i like randy orton but if randy orton's not not there with him i'm fast forwarding because yeah I it's want to like I want to like Matt Riddle. I think there's a good wrestler there. I just He's don't a good think wrestler, that, but his gimmick sucks. Yeah, I mean, I just don't think that you can be like this nonsensical lost character all the time. And, yeah, and, and for the love of God, put some shoes on, damn it! <laughs> He's gonna break it. So before we get before we go to WWE, though, I want to ma- mention just a couple of things. Number one, the very first TBS Women's Champion mm. beating Ruby Soho in the finals is Jade Cargill. My personal favorite women's wrestler in AEW. I think they're bringing her along at the perfect rate. 
She is becoming a star. They have a gold mine in her, by the way. Also, it looks like we're getting a little bit of a picture about how AEW Revolution is going to shake out on March the 6th. The first match it looks like we're going to get is a dog collar between CM Punk and MJF. <laughs> That's going to be a good match. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> because their feud, they're, by the way, for, okay, first of all, let me just say about Jay Cargo. I was okay. Look, whoever came out of that match, mm -hmm. I would have been fine with because I think they're both fantastic performers. Ruby Soho is very over. So, yeah, I would have understood yeah. it. Right. But, and I know she's married and what have you, but, but screw it. Most of, most of them are on my list. But can I just point out for the, um, I don't know if I point, I've probably pointed this out before, but Jade Cargill is certainly <laughs> on the list. And I say that very respectfully because she could break me in half. Um, <laughs> well, what you don't the version of you at like the different earth, that yeah. version of you might be like, you know, six foot five and 275 pounds. I mean, you know? I would, I'd like to think so. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would hope so because otherwise I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> otherwise you better not find out about the other wives because then I'm, I'm really screwed. But, um, no, like, and the cool thing is, I like that she does cosplay stuff. Like she was, she did yes. a thing with Storm, and she like she just did a Riddler outfit. Yes, like specifically it, it, a Jim money, Carrey, yeah. Jim Carrey outfit, yeah. Jim Carrey Riddler. And I never thought I'd, in a million years I'd be attracted to the Riddler, <laughs> but here we are, David. <laughs> I'm trying desperately. I have tweeted at her many times. Please cosplay Joe Mullane. Donnie, be careful. She might break you in half. <laughs> <laughs> Please cosplay Joe Mullane. Here's the thing. I realize that, you know, she likes to show off her physique. Obviously, she's worked hard on it. Yeah. And Joe Mullane, again, it, she wears a uniform that covers pretty much everything. Yeah, but change the costume. Take creative license with it. Yeah. I, I don't care. It's cool and I want to see it. <laughs> Just put the Green Lantern thing on the chest area. and then yeah. Do know. a sleeveless Joe Mullane cosplay. I don't yeah. care. But, yeah. 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 Just she could do that. That would be so awesome. So yeah. anyway, so yeah. I just, you know, obviously, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm always thinking about Green Lantern. And if you'd like to learn more about Green Lantern, you can on the Emerald Echo podcast that's located right here on YouTube. That's the Emerald Echo podcast with my co-host, Adam. Donnie, I don't know how anybody would get the impression that you're always thinking of Green Lantern. I mean, what would I, give it away? Uh, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, I, I'm really happy that she's champion, and man, just her like she's so good in the ring, it's it's insane. Um, and then on the MJF um, CM Punk feud, I love it so far. Yes, I love it, uh, and like I love the fact that they're playing into the fact that when MJF was younger, he went to a meet and greet with Punk. You know, yes, they, yeah, I love that they're playing on that. And they're using that in the angle. But also, Donnie, I, I, I like the I like the fact that you know they had their match uh, and, and MJF won through nefarious means. He cheated, you know, yes. thanks to Wardlow's yeah. interference. But you could see the, the seeds of dissent within Wardlow. I think a turn for Wardlow is coming. Yeah, oh, well, they've been teasing that forever, so. Yeah. This would be a perfect time for like, you know, Wardlow to, you know, wash his hands of MJF and say, you know, you want to beat Punk, go out there and do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So. And 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 being that MJF got to be the first guy to beat Punk in AEW, that's how you utilize star power. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, so that's going to be a good match. And I just want to say congratulations to Sammy Guevara for being the undisputed uh, TNT champion. Mm-hmm. That was a great match that he and Cody had. Um, I just don't understand why at this point he's wearing both belts now. Yeah. Also, I want to say get well quickly, Ray Phoenix. That was a horrible injury that he endured, but I guess it wasn't as bad as it looked. So yeah, they've done some vignettes with him in yeah in the cemetery. Yes. So hopefully he and he will be back, and uh, we'll see the Lucha Brothers again soon. So which the the, the cemetery angle is weird. Where is he going with that? Was that what? But wasn't that and wasn't that Penta? I thought it was Penta instead of Ray Phoenix. I could be wrong. I don't so know. I, One of them. I may have missed. Yeah. Angle. I think I think that was Penta. And I'm like, wait a minute, who is this for? <laughs> yeah. I'd have to go back and double check. But like, anyway. like, I was waiting for Teddy Long to walk out and say, and you're going to fight here. You know, tonight you're going to face The Undertaker. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But yeah, so good, good on AEW. I'm liking what they're doing so far. Uh, and uh, and, and uh, I can't wait to see how things develop. Uh, on that side of the of the aisle, switching over to WWE, I think uh, first and foremost we should say that congratulations go out to the aforementioned Undertaker because it was just yes. recently announced that he is entering the Hall of Fame this year. Yes, um, much deserved, uh, Donnie. Uh, j- just to give because it c- kind of correlates with The Undertaker. Uh, we haven't really talked about this off-air, so I'm going to spring it on you live okay. on air because that's how I like to do things here, folks. Uh, and uh, Off the cuff. Yeah, basically, you know, and later on I think of things and then, then I just spring them on Donnie the next time we record. That's, that's how it rolls. Um, that's either that or, or, or I'm, I'm conned into buying another Masters of the Universe figure. Um, <laughs> Um, you started but, it, <laughs> and you and you furthered it. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh. But um, but you know, you had kind of mentioned this in passing. We should cover some old stuff. Yes. Some, and I, what I'd like to do is, I'd like to cover some of the classics of my era and your era and you know, our collective era. Uh, so one of the ones that I want to devote an episode to, obviously, is The Undertaker. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about his, his, his entrance into the company, our favorite angles. We've got to talk Undertaker versus Undertaker because that was a big thing for me. I remember that, yes. You know, what I also want to do, and I know this person is a polarizing figure, and I know Donnie is not much of a fan, but I think we got to cover the character and the influence that you know Hulk Hogan had on on the business sure again I was I I was a card-carrying Hulkamaniac that has nothing to do with my opinion on the individual that Terry Bollea has become or 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 what or his or his beliefs or any of that nonsense I'm when, when we cover it we are just covering the legacy and influence and career of the professional wrestler Hulk Hogan, not the man Terry Bollea. So right. 
Exactly. When you yeah. do that, that's the perspective. We're Separating taking. the artist from the arts. Right. We, we, we and, talk about that a lot. Yes. So. Exactly. So Hulk Hogan is, is, is one we want to do. The Undertaker is one I want to do. Macho Man Randy Savage is a must. Um, the Ultimate Warrior, we got to cover him. Uh, we've got to do, uh, because I know you're, you're erroneously a Shawn Michaels fan, so we got to do Brett, <laughs> Brett and Shawn Michaels. You know, the attitude. we got to do The Rock, you know. Sure. Black Adam himself. Uh, isn't it funny, Donnie, that he calls himself, he, throughout his whole wrestling career, and still to this day, he calls himself the most electrifying man in entertainment, and Black Adam wears a lightning bolt across his chest. <laughs> I mean, is that not the best synergy you can ever have in the world? Yeah, it was fate. And uh, I don't mean Dr. Fate. Uh, which we're going to see. Uh, in right. <laughs> He's tag teaming in the Black Adam movie. Right. Um, but, but, you know, I, I want to say that I'm old enough to remember Mark Calloway in the Skyscrapers. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Or he was yeah. just mean Mark Callis. Okay, when he was in WCW. Right. And, oh, yeah. Okay, I remember. I remember. Okay. When he came into to the WWF, and actually at the very start, and I had a PWI where they were going to call him Kane the Undertaker at first, yeah. and then yeah. they just dropped it to the Undertaker. Yeah. I had no idea that that character would get over to this point. I also had no idea it really unlocked Mark Calloway as a performer. And I don't know numbers, and I don't know if anybody has ever tracked this. I wonder, like, if if you could isolate who has sold the most merchandise with their name on it in WWE history, simply because The Undertaker has been so popular for so long. He's got to be up there. He's I would wonder if he's not number one. He's got to be up there for sure. I don't know Simply if he's because, wrong. yeah, because he was there long before. He was a main eventer long before Austin O'Rock. He was a main yeah. eventer for WWE much longer than Hogan. My, my thing is, is that he, one of the impressive things for me, and again, we'll cover this when we do our Undertaker specific episode, but is that he stayed with the company the entire time. Yes. Like that's a very rare, rare thing. Um, so, um, and spoiler, and I'll get into this, you know, when we do our, uh, the full episode on the Undertaker, but that character, he scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like, still to this day, when I hear that, 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 that gong, you know, I, I, I perk up and I say, wait a minute. <laughs> You know what's funny is I, I remember. I was scarred as a child by that character, Donnie. I just want to say. You you reminded me that uh, in high school, you know, there were there are still people out there. You know, they think wrestling is stupid. It's fake, yada yada yada. And I knew a lot of people in my high school who were just like, I can't believe you know you still watch this stuff. You're 16, 17 years old. And then when the Undertaker locked the Ultimate Warrior in the casket, all of a sudden these same people were like, Dude, how did they do that without hurting uh, Ultimate Warrior? And I'm like, I thought you didn't watch wrestling. <laughs> Closet liars. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man. I, I I like the character now. I respect the hell out of him. But good God, that that guy gave me nightmares. Yeah, as as a kid, he was meant to scare you. And I, I think I think for a lot of young kids who saw him at first right. in the '90s, yeah. I don't like I don't like having to go to funeral homes on principle. But I think he made the whole the whole process even worse. 
<laughs> I just uh, I just want to point that out, and and we'll cover more of my fear and how I came to be on our, <laughs> on our Undertaker specific episode. But I just want to say, like, we're going to be doing specific episodes on certain characters and eras, and, and that's something that when I originally started the show, that was an intent that, that I wanted to do, and so now we're going to carry that through. And one of the characters we're definitely going to do is the Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations on on. on on entering the Hall of Fame. Yeah, my foregone opinion, conclusion, yes. Yeah, in my opinion, it was a no-brainer. So yeah. um, um, it was just a matter of time. So congratulations. And if he comes out to that, that, that theme, and, and I hope he comes out in the whole outfit for his Hall of Fame. Yeah. I hope he doesn't just come out in jeans and a T-shirt. and uh, like Come out in the full regalia one more time. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so, uh, congratulations to him. Now, um, let's talk a little bit about about projections for WrestleMania. Okay. Doesn't look like Goldberg is going to be in the main event of WrestleMania, according to what you had told me about. Yeah, as we recorded this, right before we recorded this, I saw Roman Reigns choke Goldberg out in the Elimination Chamber uh, pay-per-view. And I think that, that his return was only for the, you know, the Saudi crowd. That's what right. they wanted to do. Because they wanted big names over there who had never, uh, names who had never been over there before. So Now, I respect the hell out of Goldberg in terms of... Likewise. Again, his time in his prime, what he did, the, the, the whole undefeated streak, the whole nine yards, that was all great, okay? And he alluded to recently in a social media post that this may be his final match. And I don't want to be mean, but I hope it is. There, there, there comes a time when everybody's going to say, that's it, and right off into the sunset. Yep. And I think, it, I think it's his time to do that. Um, I think the way he can, like, my thing is, I get why they're doing it for the Saudi crowd and, and whatever. That's what they want to see. Fine, but my thing is the build up to it to just come in and and say, all right, I'm next in line for a title shot. It's like, how does that make any yeah. sense? And that's you know the same thing they did with Cena, the same thing they did with Lesnar. I you know you do you do you see any other athletes in any other sports that just come in? Oh, we haven't seen them for ten years. Oh, I think I want to be in the Super Bowl or I want to play in the Stanley Cup Finals. I want to be in the NBA Finals. Man, that's not if, how that you, works. if you could challenge for a championship that easily, the Leafs would be in the Stanley Cup Final by now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they haven't been there in, yeah since nineteen sixty seven. They can show up and make a big hey, hey I'm yeah. here. Give me a title shot, and then they'd lose the fourth straight, but that's not here or there. Um, <laughs> but, but, um, much to my chagrin, but, um, you know, like to me, like, I, look, if you want to put him in that spot for, for the Saudis' sake, sure, yeah. but build it up a little bit more than I'm here and now give me a title shot. Like, I know, will say, from, from the positive angle, from what I saw. The crowd was rather split between cheering for for Goldberg and Reigns, 
And in a, a country that is a mostly Islamic country that a Jewish guy can go over there and they can still respect his talent, that is progress. So yeah. there's one good aspect of this. But right. I also think that a guy his, his age, remember, we're just removed a, a few years from Sting nearly hurting himself trying to wrestle at 56. Yeah. And you see, I know I, I don't want to flip back, but I think that's how this shows you how AEW was smart in the way they used Sting. What have we seen him in? One or two tag matches? Yeah. But when he tried to wrestle, wrestle Seth, Seth Rollins yeah, and he took that big that. bump, yeah. yeah. That so, was scary. Yeah. Right, yeah. And so uh, the only way I'd accept Sting in a singles match again and it would have to be a one-off and just because I'd want to see the match would be an Undertaker versus Sting thing. Just well, say, a lot of people have been wanting to see that over the years. Just to say we'd, we've, we've seen it, right? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no. So Speaking yeah. of, there, there are rumors right now flying around. These are unsubstantiated, so please don't quote me on this. There are rumors of... Undertaker to AEW? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that would hurt Vince pretty much. Can you yeah, imagine I gotta he say. gets abducted to the, to, the, to the Hall of Fame, and then two weeks later, he shows up to me? <laughs> Ooh, that that would be that would be vicious. There are rumors that there's WWE is planning a an AJ style Shawn Michaels match for WrestleMania. I'll take that. I would be uh, okay with that only because that match he had at Crown Jewel, that tag match with the Brothers of Destruction. I don't want that being his last match because but that's was, also, but Donnie, that's also an attraction match. It's not for a title. Exactly. Not, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. like uh, okay, so. So that's that's a rumor going around for Mania. There's also a, a speculation that we're going to see Kevin Owens mm-hmm. against Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's credence to these rumors because just on Raw the other day, Kevin Owens came on and basically gave a trash talking to Texas. Saying it is the, this is not me saying it. So listen, if we have any listeners from Texas, I ain't saying this. It's Kevin Owens. So take it up with Kevin Owens. He, but he said that that if 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 North America was the human a human body, Texas would be the ass. Um, now listen, now listen. I don't know about it, if a guy from Quebec. Should be calling somewhere else the ass of a, of, 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 of a continent because Quebec's got, got a got a claim to that. And certainly, their, their their hockey team is pretty crappy. Their hockey <laughs> team is what comes out of a rear end uh, this year. So take that, um, and I take great pleasure in that. Enjoy last place, but I digress. <laughs> I'm so, with you on that. <laughs> so I hope that they, that that match happens because I want to see Austin stun this. This guy from Quebec a couple of times. <laughs> As the least time, I will take great pleasure in seeing that. Nothing against Kevin Owens. You were just born in the wrong province. Right. I like Kevin Owens, but I will Me say too, I think there are, there are there so, are there is some credence to these rumors that Vince is scared about the lack of star power for WrestleMania, which I don't understand. Maybe you shouldn't have let all these people go. But yeah. yes, the roster is thin right now. You're also not doing anything. 
of note with people like Drew McIntyre or Big E, whom you have featured recently. So, yes, WrestleMania is in need of star power. So yeah. maybe there is credence to these, you know, former stars coming back for like one last hurrah. Yeah, so I'd like to, I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge seeing Stone Cold against Kevin Owens. You stunner versus stunner, but again, that's an attraction match. That's why it's okay. Yes. Like, I wouldn't want to see Stone Gold wrestling uh, Roman Reigns or or you know, Brock Lesnar. And again, uh, so, so I, I, if 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 Stone Cold is back, I I'll, I'll enjoy every second of it uh, for that match. Um, but looking at the at the women's you, you, title picture, it's very clear from what you said that you know Bianca Belair won the elimination chamber yeah match. in a very good match all the participants did an excellent job in that match and you know and look I know she she lost and but you said she was she was the other the last person aside from Bianca against, against Bianca yes but my girl's back and listen I know she's getting married to somebody and that's cool and all but that's real life enough of that garbage Alexa Bliss is back and she's still <laughs> On the list. I'm not going to tell you where she is because that's a big reveal. But she's right. on the list. Um, but anyway, Alex, if they got no plans for your WrestleMania, you can come watch it with me. At <laughs> that's right. If you're going to dream, dream big. <laughs> uh, just, just let me know. I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the wings ready. We'll, we'll be good. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, you know, if that ever happens. You know, I like rings. I said wings, not rings. Oh, I, I thought you said rings. Well, listen, listen, listen. She wants to go one step further. I'll get a ring too. Like, just ditch the guy you're with now, and we're gonna call it a day. Look, I don't want to get in between anybody, but if you leave somebody, then then I think it's fair game, right? You know, I, I well, will never, I will never cheat with a married woman, but you know, hey, if if she leaves the situation, uh, then you know, I may throw myself in there. But uh, but no, all joking aside. Um, so Bianca Belair is gonna be in the match. Uh, at WrestleMania for the, uh, assuming the Raw Women's Title, yes, and it's going to be against against Becky Lynch, and personally, I hope Bianca wins because the way they gave Becky the title back, I think she took it from Bianca, right? Yes, that that I was at SummerSlam. I think it was the stupidest decision to do. So I think they need to rectify that. Um, yeah. Also, wasn't it a year or two years ago where at WrestleMania, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair were the two women's champions? Yes. Yeah. And going into WrestleMania, those two are still, I mean, Things have changed over the No, time. it was well, wasn't it, it okay. I can't remember who was champion, but it was there was that triple threat two years right. ago. Right, yeah. but either way, they've been in that in that spot. Yeah. Nauseatingly too long. Like it's time for both of them to be be not have the titles right. for a little bit. Well, um, I just I just think that we, we need a final payoff for Becky versus Bianca. That's maybe their biggest match right now because yeah. Bianca is the biggest face right now. But the other thing is, I don't think people want to boo Becky Lynch. I want, I think they want her to be 
a baby face again. So I think you got to like, you know, let that come to a head, Bianca versus Becky yeah. one more time, and then let them go their separate ways. Yeah, I don't like her as a, as a, as a villain. Uh, I think she does it well, but that's not what people want. I think people are still cheering her, trying to get WWE to turn her back. Yeah, um, and so so there, there's that. And I think I think at WrestleMania, I think Bianca will go over. Um, it's very clear. I mean, look, Charlotte is going to face um, uh, Ronda. Mm-hmm. And if you're asking me to pick a winner, it's going to be Ronda. You don't yeah. bring her back, put her in the title picture, and then have her lose. No, I would agree, but you know that's that's another one of those similar scenarios. We know Ronda Rousey is legitimate, but she hasn't been around for quite a while, and she just comes in and is like, "Oh, I want a title shot." Yeah, so that's that's true. We've seen that scenario a lot from WWE. But I just don't see them having Charlotte retain. Um, At this point, Charlotte, regardless of losses, she can always be a main event player because she's been there so long. Now, the question is, Don, he brings up a question. Has she renewed her contract? Because I know, I've heard that it's up soon. It could be. I mean, there was a lot of speculation that she would want to join her husband in AEW. And that's that's what I'm getting at. Well, could she potentially? Could be, especially because of the rift between her father and, and WWE recently. Right. Um, could that be? Uh, could that be a scenario that, that plays out? I could see it, but we'll, but that's neither here nor there. But I think Ronda is is going to go over in that match. On the men's side of things, I don't know if the match has taken place yet or the result has happened, but, you know, Brock Lesnar is in the Elimination Chamber match. As we speak, that match is is going on. And this could sound really stupid by the time you hear it because I could be totally wrong. But I think Brock is going to win that match. He's going to go into WrestleMania as a Raw women. Raw women. <laughs> <Can you laughs> hey, never... As the raw as the raw men's champion, man, that would be some heat right there if he went and started beating up the women. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good look for WWE. <laughs> so Wrong kind of heat. Go, yeah, he's gonna go in as the men's women's champion. <laughs> what did I just say? I'm losing my mind. He's for God's sake. He's gonna go in as the raw champion. As the WWE champion against the Universal Champion Roman Reigns. That's what Thank I'm trying you. to say. Thank you. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. And I. <laughs> And the speculation is is that they want to have a champion versus champion match. My question is, Donnie, can now now hear me out on this? Can they unify the damn titles? They they might. I, I, I think it's silly to have two world titles in the same company. Look, you wanna have you wanna have the US champion on on Raw and the Intercontinental Champion on SmackDown. Cool. I did, I'm down with that. Right. Uh, but to me, the world champion should be the one one or the two guys that can traverse the two brands because he's the champion. And that's why I think the title should be unified. I, I would say so. Remember, they did that for a while. It's been many years. But I think that's what they should do is and, and make the champion's appearances. They, he doesn't have to come out every week. They can yeah. be sporadic and they can be special. And you can have, with, yeah. and I think the same with the women. The women should be the same. 
have one title and they go on both brands. Right. I would agree. I think you just have one, you know, you have one featured performer as the centerpiece of the division. Now, tag team champions, I can do with the, with the brand having two, two different tag team champions. That I can do with. By the way, it looks like the Russos, uh, the Russos, <laughs> the Russos, the Usos retained against the Viking uh, Raiders. So, right. So, yeah, I'm not. And so they're going to go up against who knows. Um, it won't be the New Day because the way the New Day seems to be going, it seems like they're jobbing to everybody left, right, and center. There's yeah. another thing. I first of all, being a Kofi fan, obviously I'm hurt by the way he's been treated, but also. Big E is a main eventer for the better part Kofi of last AEW. year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Do what? I said Kofi the AEW. Uh, <laughs> I wonder what they call him. Uh, anyway, but yeah, Big E is a guy who was a main eventer for like six months, and now they just kind of kick him back to the mid card on Raw. Well, that's not how you make a star. You establish a guy and you keep building him up even after he loses the belt. Yeah, they had a star, but they 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 they, they threw it away. Well, he's he's driving the, the the pace car. Well, I don't I don't watch car racing. It's one of the big car races, yeah. NASCAR. He's driving the pace car today. Big E. Big E is at is is at this big race. It's one of the NASCAR races. And again, I don't watch racing, so I don't know what it is. But I've seen that he is part of like promoting this. It's a joint promotion between NASCAR and WWE. Yeah, because of Fox. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. It. He he's a star. He's he's one of those guys that a lot of people know outside of wrestling. Yeah, and they shouldn't have had him. Or even if look, everybody's gonna lose at some point. Like a title reign can't last forever, but it's what you do with him after. And I, and I get it. The, the the thought process is Vince really wanted to unite the new, re, reunite the new day. Fine, but then don't. Reunite the new day just to have them job to yeah everybody and anybody you know so um so uh that was disappointing in the way they, they handled that as well i remember kofi's title reign i thought it was great i thought it was great and so was big e's um you know well kofi never to my knowledge he never even got a rematch when he was beat by beaten by lesnar and that yeah. And the fact that he was jobbed so quickly and then it was like, he didn't even care. I'm like, this is not how you end a historic title reign by yeah. doing this. Yeah. yeah. It should have been, there should have been a bigger buildup and, and a bigger thing. So, uh, you know, but, but it looks like, like I said, it's going to be Brock versus, versus Roman for champion versus champion. Do you think Brock wins that? Uh, right now, we are in the elimination chamber. We're down to Brock Lesnar versus Austin Theory. I I don't see Austin Theory being in the main no. event. So yeah, right. But what I'm saying is, do you think um, do you think Brock beats Roman? That's a tough question. I he has the credibility, but at the same time, he's a part timer. How many matches does he want to wrestle after WrestleMania? I mean, is, is the plan to, okay, let him beat Roman Reigns and then have Roman win it back quickly? But, I mean, to my knowledge, Brock signed like an eight-match contract. So how many matches is he going to wrestle after WrestleMania? What, what match is this that he's in now? What, the first one? No, no, he's second, had... Second. No, he's... I, I think he's had four. Oh. Yeah. He's had that many already? Yeah. 
since he came back from the Rumble. Yes, I think he's had three or four matches. Huh. Yeah. Oh, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Anyway. And I could be I, I could be misremembering, but the point is he's only signed for a certain number of matches. Do you want the belt on a guy that is only going to wrestle two or three times and then is gone? I just, unless they have a plan to like have that be a big moment, have that be like Brock's last kind of moment in the sun and then give it back to Roman. I don't see like why they would want Lesnar to win if he's not going to be around for a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm in agreement with you. Like I, I, to me, I think it should be like the guy that beats Roman eventually should be your next guy. Like, he should be the next face of the company. And Brock Lesnar is the new WWE champion. Shocking. Um, <laughs> absolutely nobody was shocked by that. Uh, but, okay, so again, if, if, if Brock wins, and I don't, I don't see putting him in this spot unless you're going to have him win, but my thing, look, I think at some point Roman Reigns' title reign has to come to an end. But my thing is the guy that beats him should be the face of the company going forward. Someone, If someone were to end this reign, that's the kind of thing, much like Undertaker losing at WrestleMania, the kind of thing that people could use in storylines for years. Yeah. If it's a young guy in his prime, then you've got a star. Brock Lesnar's already a star. Yeah. So So my question is who, if they do a thing where Brock wins and, you know, his last match on his contract, they put it back on Roman. Um, who, who's that guy? Who's the guy to eventually? Right now, I, I don't know. I mean, I, early on in the fall, I thought that maybe we were going to see Roman versus Big E maybe title for title, because they did a lot of triple threats with Roman and Big E and uh, Bobby Lashley around the country. And I thought that's what they were building to. Obviously not. Yeah, it's because how old is Roman now? Uh, Roman, I think, 35 or 36. Let me check that. All right, so he's got some years left on him. Yes. It's not like you, you, you... Yeah. Roman Reigns is 36. He'll be 37 in May. Yeah, it's, 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 like, I get it. Bobby Lashley is probably running, you know, I don't know how many. Well, th- and that's another thing. Bobby Lashley, an amazing run last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. An amazing run last year. Yeah. But he's got to be looking for the door, too, in his late 40s. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, so getting the raw title off of him makes sense, but I but it's know. to somebody who's not that much younger than him, right? So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be what. And again, this this is the critique of WWE: is what's the long term plan? Do they have one? Well, and that has been. You and I talked about this on our very first wrestling podcast two years ago when we did WrestleMania. That seemed to be the changing of the guard. Goldberg lost. Brock Lesnar lost. The two belts. And I thought they were going to go past the part-timers and only go to people on the regular roster. 
And here we are two years later. But then they fired half of the roster. <laughs> right. But then that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, You've yeah. got to have wrestlers, wrestlers who are over. So, right. Like, you know, the, over in NXT, they've got, and I can't, I can't, I hate that they call him this. They got Braun Breaker. <laughs> call him Steiner, for God's sake. Like, play on the legacy, you morons. Uh, that sounds like a bad comic book character named Braun Breaker, but yeah, why are we, why are we, why are we, why are we avoiding the legacy? But that's a good question. Uh, WWE I, just just tweeted out it's a Brock party at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> dad joke, dad joke. <laughs> fire the social media person, um, Vince. Come on, do one of your your fired things. Um, no, but look, I could could he be somebody that comes like if he's built properly, somebody that comes up or and does you know. And as predicted, here is the graphic that they just tweeted out for WrestleMania: champion sure. versus champion, yeah, Brock maybe. versus Roman. Uh, this should be a Paul Heyman on a pole match, is what it should be. <laughs> Because that's what this really is about. <laughs> now you've got a, a visual of Paul Heyman on the pole, don't you? <laughs> In a cage, I don't know about Paul Heyman hanging from a pole. <laughs> uh, but, but no, but I mean, so <laughs> I've lost Donnie, folks. He can't compete himself now. After this. <laughs> uh. But no, but, and that's the other thing. If Brock wins, which I think is going to be the case at WrestleMania. Does Paul Heyman defect once again? That's an interesting question. I don't think so. The other thing that I think is in play here is that Roman Reigns is getting a lot of cheers. Yeah. Do they turn Roman babyface eventually? I don't think you can have Paul Heyman with Roman as a babyface. So. And, and does Brock go back to heel? Could be. It could be that, you know, that because look, I'm not, they run I'm not, misdirection like, again, and you know, Paul Lee helps or uh, Paul Heyman helps Brock beat Roman. Because I gotta be honest with you, this whole hillbilly nice guy act of um, I, I'm not used to it. <laughs> I will say this Brock is definitely better on the mic now than he used to be. Oh, he's having he's a lot more relaxed, having a lot more fun. He is, but I'm just not used to him as a, as a, as a baby face, I just can't get you like. Well, it's Brock really doesn't change that much. He's always Brock Lesnar. It's just who he's facing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just so, a little softer as a baby face than he is as a heel. So I watched a match of his recently, though, with Big Show from about 15 years ago. If he had decided to be a professional wrestler only and not worried about MMA and, or pro football. And again, I mean, you know, the guy's got talent. And I'm not saying that 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 was a mistake to try mm -hmm. those things, but. He could have been maybe the undisputed biggest draw of all time because he was a big guy with athleticism oh, yeah. that we have never seen. When he came in, he was he was, he was a big deal. On he could move like like liquid lightning. I mean, it was just amazing. He was fast. He was fluid, and amazingly strong. You know. Yeah. So, um, it's like I said. I'm I'm more interested in like you said because Roman is now getting cheered. Or at least more positive reactions in the crowd. 
Do they <clears throat> do they turn and face? I think that's got to be in the long term plans. And I would still like to see. I know there's always chatter about it, and I know the schedule doesn't align. But man, I'd like to see the Rock versus Roman. I thought that's what I mean. I heard that rumor. Uh, but again, I mean the Rock. Again, the Rock's fifty years old, hasn't wrestled in a while. Would he have the cardio to do it? That's the question. Yeah. Plus, he's got a full slate. I mean, he's ar- arguably the biggest Hollywood star in the world. So, yeah. yeah, and he's Black Adam, and I'd rather him be playing in the DC universe than. Isn't it funny that we have Black Adam and Peacemaker, and they're both or, or the Rock and Jones? Yep. Listen, if those two, I know everybody's like, this is a side note, folks, before we end the show, but but everybody's on the comic or a segment of fandom in the comic book world is all. Well, I want to see Henry Cavill Superman fight the, the, the Rock's Black Adam. And it's like, wait a minute. You want to see Henry Cavill get his ass whipped again, this time not by Batman, <laughs> right. but by Black Adam? Because I'll tell you what, if Henry Cavill shows up in that movie, he's getting a beat down courtesy of Black Adam. I'd at at be, least the first battle. Yeah, I'd, much be, I'd be much more entertained, if I can ever get the words out properly, by... Peacemaker, at, at least you didn't say liquid lightning. That's what I meant to yeah. say liquid speed or fast as yeah. lightning. I said liquid yeah. lightning. Yeah. There's no such thing. Well, there is no. But no, <laughs> I I I'd like to I'd like to um that'll be the rock's next energy drink. But I find it entertaining, even if they don't fight, but if they have a conversation or a confrontation. You need you know, to trademark peace, that as yeah, as yeah. soon as we get off the air here. Peacemaker, peacemaker versus or not versus, but interact Peacemaker and Black Adam, and just have an exchange that that alludes to you know, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. But but I digress. Uh, and think about the booking McMahon could do promotion wise. I mean, he was all all excited about having a fictional egg from a Netflix movie on his programming. Imagine if he had access to Black Adam and and, and yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah. Um, I don't understand why why John Cena did not come out dressed as Peacemaker when he came back. Like, why didn't they take advantage of that? I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not having the rights. I mean, you know, who knows? Vince was like, hey, DC, can we? And they're like, uh, no. <laughs> but, um, but uh, and you think about it, Warner Media owns... AEW, right? Because of TBA and all that. So I don't, I don't I actually don't know. Yeah, Warner yeah. Media's got that. Uh, at, at least, it, at least he didn't have John Cena come out of an actual egg because we know he's not adverse to doing. Well, stuff the Undertaker like was worried about that many years ago, um, before he was the Undertaker. So there's that. But yeah, look, there's some he- still some head scratching booking within the WWE, and I think that will always be the case as long as uh, Vince is still. The, the final say on the matter. And again, I'll give due respect to Vince McMahon when we talk about Hulk Hogan because he had a big hand in, you know, oh, yeah. as much. And so I'll be giving Vince a lot of props when we do that episode. Oh, yeah. He knew how to. And for that matter, Steve Austin, you know? Yeah. yeah. He, at one time, Vince was the preeminent uh, booker in sports entertainment. Yeah. Unfortunately, he is now in his 70s and I believe has lost touch with what the wrestling audience wants by and large. Uh, in, in terms of certain aspects, so, but 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 I will give him props when I when I have to down the road. 
but I'm still intrigued by WrestleMania. And we will, of course, cover it. And, 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 and you know. Uh, right here on the Multiverse Music's vidcast available on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and tell a friend. Indeed. But so there, there'll be lots of wrestling con, uh, content uh, coming up uh, soon. And uh, you can chat wrestling with us on social media. So, Donnie, where do they, where do they track you down? If you would like to find me, you can do so on Twitter. I am the Emerald Enthusiast. Let's talk wrestling. Let's talk comics. Let's talk collectibles. Let's talk Green Lantern. Right. And if you want to talk to wrestling. Talk to wrestling, yes. Talk about wrestling to <laughs> me. Jeez, today I cannot speak. Um, I think Papa Shango put a spell on me. Uh, one of those spells back in the day. Um, <laughs> But uh, if you want You're to not talk to sweat me, oil, are you? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, if you if you want to talk to me about wrestling on social media, it's at Adam underscore Lee's fan. The podcast network has its own wrestling, uh, its own wrestling, its own Twitter, and uh, oh, today's a show, all right? At MMNPDC, if you want to talk to me there. We also have a Facebook group, which I'm not going to say the link because the link is in the description. Click that; I will add you, and we can get in the conversation there. But until next time, remember that professional wrestling, be it AEW or WWE, is forever. From the first main event to the last. So long, everybody. So long, everyone. <laughs>